everybody. It's great to have you here at the start of season two of Humans of SDU. Uh, the host of the very first episode is gonna be Anna and Martin, and the very first guest is Emma. Emma, who is a psychology student, comes from Norway and plays football pretty well. So let's get into the talk and enjoy. Hello, Emma. Welcome to your podcast. Thank you. Um, I know you had a match yesterday. So how was it? How did it go? Well, uh, it went well for the team. We won two one, and the one goal was uh, one of our defenders. So you know. Oh wow! Well, okay, that's <laughs> they didn't common, I would say. <laughs> we should maybe yes. say that it was a football match. It was a football match. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was good. Um, it was my first match, actually, uh, first official match with the first team. Uh, so th- we play in first division, um, which is. Um, in women's football you have like the women's league and then the first division uh, so it's it's still a pretty good um, series I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you call yeah. that but yeah and uh, yeah that that team was the second best so we're on the top and then that was the second best team and so it's it's a good result considering um, but yeah it was my first match and uh for me personally, it went, you know, mentally. I'm say I'm a psychology student, so <laughs> <laughs> I think very much about like the mental state and you know pr- um, being your best version mentally also in in matches, and in that way I think I was very uh, calm and uh, very prepared with the, considering nice. that it was quite a nervous situation. Mm. But uh, yeah, I definitely see that there's a lot I can work with. Uh, with the football so yeah so does it mean that you also have new teammates this season or well these are these are the people that i work out with these are the football train i do football trainings with these people Mm -hmm. um so they're not that new but obviously practice and match is you know there's quite a difference anyone who plays a team sport knows that that will be you know there will be a difference there so it was quite new yeah Hmm. Yeah, but tell us, Emma, how do you how do you prepare for the for the match? Because you were saying it's also a like a men- mental yeah. or um, psychological issue. So what's the psychological <laughs> preparation there? Physically, it's obvious, at least I yeah. would say. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't drink alcohol, eat enough. You know, that's yeah. <laughs> train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe sometimes as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, mentally, I mean, that depends. Uh, personally, I have not played at this level before, so. It does take quite a bit of mental preparation because there's a lot of new things and there's a lot of pressure that I'm not used to. Um, so I have actually tried uh, meditating. Uh, we had uh, we had that in the psychology course last year, and that's when I you know got introduced to it. And since then, I've been using it on and off, and it's actually really efficient. Um, so yeah, I, I if I feel very nervous, I might meditate or use some of those techniques, which mm-hmm. is you know just think about what you're thinking, think about your breath, calm down, you know, let all the thoughts come and then think about what they mean. And have you tried meditation before? Yes, yeah, I have actually. But I was thinking when you were saying that, is it something you can use right during the the match? 
when you are like full of the adrenaline <laughs> and uh, your focus going, you know, you are watching the you ball mean, like, or meditate whatever. Meditate in the middle of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes, I will. I won't do a full meditation, but I will sometimes use the techniques. Uh, as I said, I would use like, for example, if I've done a mistake, you know, you really have to come get away from that mistake as quickly as possible. You have to improve um, during the match. And then it's very important to think about, okay, am I thinking that I am really bad at playing football now? Because then I need to get rid of that thought before I get the ball again. So sometimes, yeah, if, I, if I've made a mistake, I'll just go, okay, breathe, and then, you know, let it go, and then continue. So, you know, if you've, I don't know what kind of meditation you've done, but maybe you are familiar with that. Yeah, I was uh, following the course, I don't know if you know Sam Harris. No, okay. Yeah, so it's a like mindfulness. You are there like a you observe the, the thoughts and yeah. um, I don't know how I don't know really how to how to describe <laughs> the, the practice, but uh, that you are not the the thoughts that your mind is producing. That's yeah. basically the so you are just looking on what's going on in, in your head and saying, Okay, well is that me or what's what's that? So yeah. That's that's what I was doing there. It I is actually practical, I would say. Because, yeah, exactly. If you're thinking, oh my God, I suck at football. Sometimes you don't even realize that you're thinking it. And then yeah. you just do stupid mistakes because you you don't um, you don't have confidence in yourself. So, you know, taking a step back and looking at it, doing that quickly is, is helpful, I would say. But that's during a match. I mean, bef- before I would probably do a full-on meditation for like 10, 15 minutes. Mm. Yeah. And do you have this type of preparation, like, do you do it as a team or is it just on you or as an individual to... That's that? just me. Mm. I have been considering, like, coming up with that as a as a suggestion to to the football trainer. But, you know, I don't think footballers are really that open to meditating <laughs> often. <laughs> Unless it's very specific, you know, efficiently improving their football uh, skills. I don't think many would... Well, then, then they might be they might be a study or something yeah true yeah it would be but cool maybe that would be my master thesis <laughs> <laughs> you could be a psychological coach of it. yeah <laughs> my half a year as a psychological coach <laughs> untrained <laughs> yeah. and what you what position do you play you said you're a defender yeah you said you defend your squirt <laughs> yesterday so yeah. what do you play poor girl <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> why poor girl? <laughs> well, it's never fun scoring. Uh, I don't know what you call it in English. A s- s- goal on your own, like a self goal. Oh, it was their defender, yeah. not yours. No, our defender scored their goal. Okay. Oh, yeah. like, it was like. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought, okay, okay. Ah, uh, yeah, I see. I don't know how to call it either. Like, she scored. When she scored, she did it was like the point for the... Yeah, she scored in our own goal. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't get that. That's 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 really. Really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I play... Well, I used to play attacker. Uh, mm-hmm. So right at the front. Mm-hmm. But when I came here, I started playing uh, wing. So mm-hmm. the side player. Yeah. Yeah. That means a lot of running for you, doesn't it? A lot of running, yes. That's also <laughs> sort of my speciality. So <laughs> oh, so you're good at it? Suits me. Yeah, I mean, you've been running with me, Anna. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> I agree. I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's um, that's 
the probably the reason why I'm I'm practicing with these uh, girls because I quite fast and uh, I also have I'm in good shape so that's a positives and then I have to work a lot with the technique and and tactical stuff so yeah mm. running is good for me right. <laughs> that's great and how long have you been playing or is it a, oh, something you started here or no no god I've played it for uh, I'm 22 so I've played it for 22 minus 6 years. Does that make 16? 18? Minus 6 is also, I would guess, 16 from your 16. But I'm 22. Yeah, and you are playing for 6 years? 16 years, I've played for 16 mm. years. For 16 years, yeah. okay, I thought, okay. Yeah, well. I played, I started when I was 6 years old. Yeah, um, okay. So, yeah, I've played oh, yeah. basically all my life. <laughs> mm. That's interesting that it sticked with you because, like, there are many people who just tried everything around me and just, like, did this for half a year, then this for mm. two years. So <laughs> it seems like a real passion for you. Yeah, I've done... It's been, like, a constant, whereas I, I have tried different things. I have played... Um, uh, I've done some gymnastics uh, and horse riding. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I've been through a lot of different stuff. But football is the one thing that just, you know, I just continued. Mm-hmm. Despite, you know, I didn't necessarily do it for something social. It's just the, the game, really. Mm. <laughs> really mm. cliche to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a crisis in your career that you thought, thought you would stop with football? Oh, God, yes, of course. Mm. Yes. Um, at first when all my friends stopped playing uh, when I was I think that was about when I was 15, 16 years old um, that's the first uh, moment I was like hmm do I stop or do I continue and um, when I came to Denmark I thought okay let's try something else I've always done football let's do something completely new and then when I was uh, the guy who brought me to this team that I'm playing for now it was my former trainer at the first football team I was not in Denmark. Okay. Um, and then he brought me over to this team, which was, you know, way beyond my level. And then I also thought for a moment, like, uh, I realized what a good football player is and that I was sort of not that. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously you question whether there's any point in trying to get up to their level or if you just, yeah. yeah. But I decided to try. <laughs> but you are saying you are playing the first division. Yeah. Or something. So is there anything like higher than, than yeah, this? Yeah, uh, the one that's high. Last year we were in what's called the Women's League. Okay. The League. Yeah. And um, that's the highest in, in Denmark. But no one's paid because we're women. So no one gets paid. Okay. But um, yeah, that is the highest division. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, I think, I don't think you, no, it's not a professional league because no one gets paid, but, you know, it's the highest you can get in the mark. Since it is the highest and it's still not a professional, so does anything like professional football for women exist? <laughs> yeah, in, not in Denmark. <laughs> yeah, okay. In France, yeah, many people go to France or uh, United States mm-hmm. if they want to make money. Okay, um, okay. You can make money in Norway, but not many do, mm-hmm. so... It's a, but it's a, it's a big thing in Norway, football. It's the same. I would say it's not bigger than in Denmark for women. Um, okay. But uh, I don't know why why Danish women don't get paid at all. 
and women get paid, but you know they all have some sort of a job on the side in Norway. Yeah. So, yeah. You can't have it like a full-time profession. Not in those countries. Yeah. Uh, I think that is possible in France and and the United States. Mm. So it's not, yeah. Yeah. So that is the so we're playing in first division, and that's the the one that's over. Good. Yeah. So still, how much time does it take you, like, to prepare, like, just all together, pra- practice, match? Oh God, I Is don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to count those hours. <laughs> Is it do you do something like every day in a week? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I have uh, four practices a week and then a match. Okay. And then um, I have had to do a lot of work on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some technical work. Um, or shooting practice, I'll do that in the morning or the evening. Um, yeah, so I don't know how many hours that is. It also takes me like half an hour to get to the practice, so you know that yeah. adds something. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's it's a lot of time. It's That's a lot some of extra time. fitness lesson on your bike. <laughs> yeah, I bought an L bi- uh, an electrical bike, so okay, now good. it's not that. <laughs> 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 now it's just time, no practice. <laughs> yeah. So it takes a lot of time, um, and you know that's one of the reasons why it's annoying that you can't get paid at all. Because how are you supposed to get? I mean, pe- people complain about women's football, and it's it's rubbish, and you know they don't like watching it. It goes too slow, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know how are we supposed to get up to that level if we can't even yeah. get paid mm. for you it? Put much more time. Yeah, you have to do like practice. a study on the side. You have to do. Job. own a company on the side or you yeah. know it's, it's not that easy yeah uh, so you said you you practice shooting then i suppose there is a lot of like endurance training since you're the one with the stamina <laughs> so um how does for example how do you practice like the cooperation within the team how does that work well that's uh at practices and we're quite a big team so you know, if the people who are going to play the match with the first uh, uh, team, they will have some practices. Probably, you know, the defense line uh, for players will work together for a practice or for a week. You know, being very um, paying much attention to what mistakes do we usually do. What you know, so that's basically what how you practice cooperation it's just take one part of the field work on it work on typical um let me say typical situations that Mm -hmm. appear in the match and then just geek it until you (laughs) yeah (laughs) until it's in place what's the name of your team uh Yeah, and what, just, it, what it means? Does it mean <laughs> <laughs> for us who don't understand Danish? <laughs> I, I, I understand the, the first part. I got it. Yeah. And the second is just the letter Q. Okay. Um, okay. Which I think is because it's an old word for women, queen, queen, uh-huh. or something like that. Okay. Uh, it used to be OB, uh, which is the if you okay if you if you know any <laughs> football in Onse. Or in Denmark, mm-hmm. OB is one of the big clubs. Even okay. Okay. Norwegian friends of mine would know that club. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the women's sort of split off because they needed to have more focus on their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just typical. I mean, if you're in the club with a men's team, even though your women's team is in a higher division than the men's, you will probably not 
get as much attention or yeah mm. as the men get so. so did you also used to train together with men or boys not in this team but my team in norway was uh, was a club with men mm -hmm. and from a young age we were a pretty good team we won a lot of competitions and we got quite far in like the norwegian uh, championship mm -hmm. um but still we wouldn't get any attention I remember once we won the, um, it's called Kretz Mesterscape, uh, which is like the region, uh, yeah, I think it's regional or like it, it's an area with a lot of football teams and then okay. we won the competition and the boys in our club came second or third and then there was a whole, in the newspaper, they had like a whole uh, double-paged Uh, article with mm -hmm. a huge photo of everyone who'd come second and then there was a small photo of our team on the side and it said the women also won the competition <laughs> <laughs> and that's it i mean yeah so you're even it's better than them but <laughs> yeah i mean yeah obviously people don't like watching women's football as much but mm. they just don't appreciate it when we succeed either mm. <laughs> But still, that's apparently not that much the motivation thing for you, like to, or is it? Is I it don't. Factor? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't really care that no one's watching necessarily, um, but I do feel a lot of time remorse for before when I was younger mm -hmm. and um, when boys were sort of encouraged in a different way than I was in this club also cool it's different the, the girls are encouraged to do a lot of technical work to work out on their own whereas in my club in Norway they I guess they didn't expect it from girls so they didn't talk of it about it and then we didn't do it and then you know if you don't work uh, if you don't work on your skills on your own you're never going to be a good football player mm. so I feel like a lot of the things that I'm having to work with now I could have done when I was younger oh. if someone had told me that that's how it works but you know and that's just as much that there wasn't an environment for it as I mean that our my teammates didn't do it so it was natural for me to do mm. it either but mm -hmm. mm. well, I might get a little bit a little bit back here because yeah. before you said you have to do some trainings on your own yeah and I know since we've done of you together as well in a gym when we went to yeah. do your workout and I remember you said that you have to keep it in balance because you don't have you can't work out that much in order not to get too much muscles <laughs> because you also do modeling a bit uh, yeah. so can you do you really need to like be careful with that like so that you're not too muscular mm, yes if I want to do modeling I have to pay attention to my muscles because mm. I have uh I don't necessarily get big muscles, uh, no matter how much I work out, but they get very visible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't really see models with visible muscles. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I have I have been working as a model, but not so much. So in, in many times, football has come before, uh, and then I just don't care. I just work out as much as I want. Mm -hmm. But now I'm thinking about, or I'm, I'm actually working towards working more as a model and you know it's coming back all of that consideration to don't take too many push-ups um <laughs> don't you know w watch out when you do leg workouts don't yeah don't overdo it 
So that's uh, it's a pretty. At times, it, it just feels stupid. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah, the balance is it's hard hard to to keep track of because um, you want to push yourself to the limit to get the best version of yourself in the football, but then you yeah, know then there's the limitation. I make money off of modeling. I don't make money off of football, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> And how did you start it with uh, modeling? How did you? Oh, I got came into it. Um, how long is it now? I, I think I was 16 or 17 years. Uh, I'd just come back from France, um, where I did an exchange year, and then a friend of my sister, who worked at a brand in Norway, asked if anyone would be a model for their brand during. Um, I don't know how you say this in English it's like sales from the brand to shops in Norway mm-hmm. and um, a lot of my friends and and my sister's friends wrote my name in that Facebook post and then I was like okay sure I'll, I'll show up and see what happens and I did and then they wanted to use me as a model and then I actually ended up working there I've worked there every year since um so yeah, I've, I've, uh, that's how I got into it. Mm. Uh, and from there, that was very low-key modeling. Very, you know, the I would say the most boring form of modeling because it's <laughs> you just put on clothes and show it to clients, um, and then they buy it. And then you know, there's no show, there's no photos, no okay, none of that okay. glamour. <laughs> uh, so I uh, got into an agency, and then from there I did some. And mostly catwalks. I was only there for half a year and I did a few catwalks and then I moved to Denmark. So I just decided to sign out of that agency and didn't really think much about modeling. And uh, yeah, from that time, I've really just been working like a bit here and there. Um, sometimes people have contacted me and yeah. Mm. And now I'm thinking I would like to make some money, but you know, in a <laughs> in a in a cool way where I don't have to meet every I don't know, every third day at mm. an office and work for five hours. Just more like a flexible type of work, and yeah. modeling is very much that. So as long as you don't get too um, mm. too much of a it, as long as you don't get get too much jobs, <laughs> you can do it very calmly and just take a few yep. jobs here and there. Uh, but you said that, that that type of modeling was rather boring. There was yeah. only like, yeah, you put it on and you show it to people. So yeah. what's the interesting part? The interesting part is catwalks, definitely. Okay, okay. And so shoots there's a, there's also. There's a promenade? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, just uh, yeah, a show. Fashion shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because, you know, there's music and then it's just so fun to be a part of someone's project that they've been working with for so long I mean you can definitely feel how people are so excited and they've been I mean everything from the designers to the makeup artists they've been working on this pet project and then you get to be a part of it and feel the energy and then there's music and there's people watching and you know it's (laughs) (laughs) and obviously the clothes are are pretty and and, or cool or artsy that's Mm -hmm. always a plus so Mm. That's definitely the fun part, I would say, and uh, and shoots also um, uh, yeah. are fun if yeah 
if you yeah if it's the right mood it's fun if it's uh, <laughs> sometimes it's not always so artsy sometimes it's just like catalog like mm-hmm. take photos for uh, a website for example and then you just put on loads of clothes and then do a very basic pose and then next outfit and yeah mm. so uh, obviously there's boring parts of modeling as every job has is it something uh, you have to train like the pose the poses <laughs> how to how to yeah. sell yeah. the thing you are wearing yeah <laughs> Many people say that modeling is something that you learn to do while doing it. Um, so I would say, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and then there's just the, are you comfortable in front of the camera part? Which, if you're not comfortable, then you should definitely practice. Uh, and I was very uncomfortable the first time I got in front of the camera. Because I um, it was during that work as a showroom model, um, the first job I had. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd never thought about shoots. I was just doing this basic put on clothes and show people thing. And then they were like, oh, can we take some photos of you with these clothes? And I was like, what What do I do? I, <laughs> I barely had an Instagram account at that moment. And I'd not taken any photos before. And I was just very nervous and awkward. And you can definitely see it in the photos. So <laughs> I'm one of those people who had to get comfortable by doing it and... Yeah, it's uh, you're definitely putting yourself out there, mm. um, and yeah, that's it's necessary that you're comfortable with that. I wanted to ask if you have ever felt shy, but yeah. I suppose you have. Yeah. I have, yeah, and I also feel shy when going to these agencies because um, when you do, they you have to meet up, you have to have tight clothes on, and then they measure you, and then they take photos, and um, they're very. I mean, the, the photos are so basic. It's just so, I would say, exposed because you're not covered in someone else's clothes. You're just, you're wearing your own clothes and they're taking a photo of you, of how you look. So it's very, <laughs> it's very... Raw. Raw, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I think I think those are really uncomfortable mm. because you can't hide behind, like, acting, yeah. which is what I would say I do if I'm, I'm doing a shoot. I would act like the person so who it's would like wear a, these some clothes. kind of persona you have when you yeah but there it's just as you say raw yeah so yeah i do get <laughs> shy or <laughs> uncomfortable mm. and it's so important that the photographer is um a good photographer that creates a nice mood for creativity okay. and openness because uh i think you can kill any shoot if you just make it uncomfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah that makes sense so, uh, what, have you ever faced like um, criticism? And I mean that I can because I can imagine that can be that can get pretty personal because mm. that's when they criticize you as as you are. Like yeah. I, I don't know, you have <laughs> I don't know. I don't like your hair. Or I don't like the way you're standing. Or how that do you is, cope with that? Well, I don't. I haven't experienced it um, well. because, <laughs> <laughs> and that's only because uh, first of all, I've only worked in Scandinavia, and mm-hmm. I think that people are more aware of this ethical form good, of working good, with good, models. Good. Uh-huh. Um, but people who go abroad and people who are very serious about their modeling would go to castings in Italy, France, England. Mm-hmm. And when you go to castings, I've never been... Well, I've been to one casting before, but I haven't been to like any castings in um, 
in those countries mm-hmm. before. And uh, I've heard that that's when you can hear those things. That's when they'll be like totally cold looking at you and just say, no, we, wouldn't, we don't want that. Or mm. no, you're too fat. And, you know, <laughs> it is a cold business. Mm. Even in Scandinavia, you feel that. So mm. I can only imagine how it is abroad. Okay, well, that, that's definitely great for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, but it seems like you must... I mean, there's a lot on your hands. And you said you want to, like, take up the modeling even more. <laughs> but since you're a psychology student, it doesn't help you know how to cope with all the stress and all the yeah, pressure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely, as I mentioned earlier, I use it for football mm. a lot. Mm. Um, and uh, also, yeah, anytime I'm supposed to be presentable or supposed to be um, do my best, I use psychology. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, there's a lot of things going on um, and a lot of areas in my life where I have to perform, I would say. Um, mm. And it's definitely... It's, it's important to recognize that there's that that's what's happening so that when there's a lot of play a lot of things that are expected of you that you're able to see okay this may be a bit too much okay now I might have to take a step back and just say no um, and I I don't know if studying psychology has helped me with that but it's definitely helped me realize when I'm not doing that um, last year I did more. Um, well, I, I put a lot of both time and a lot of mental effort into football because okay. it was so new and uncomfortable to be in such a level. And uh, I only realized this summer that I've been doing maybe a bit too much uh, with both football. And I was also working in Slelse, um which, which is, is halfway to mm. Copenhagen from here. So it's Oh. It takes uh, it's a half an hour with the train, and I had to leave like six o'clock in the morning <laughs> to get to get to to work early enough. Um, and then I came home, went to football practice, and then read for um, for the courses next day. And you know I was just busy all the time, all day. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, even though I studied psychology, I didn't realize that I was doing too much. Um, but only later I realized that, God, I'm actually exhausted with this um, and something has to be done. And I think that's when it when it helped having studied psychology because I took it seriously. I know that a lot of people will just keep burning until they burn out mm. if they don't take the psychological part of it seriously. So, yeah, that's that's when I've, I've uh, <laughs> had use of, uh, of my psychology courses, definitely. So could you then maybe share <coughs> some, I don't know, techniques or <laughs> some thoughts how to handle stress or these situations? Are we getting to the life hack again? <laughs> <laughs> Might be a life hack, but yeah. oh god, we I don't I don't know. I would I can only speak from my own experience. And when it comes to what to do about it, I am not the right pa- person to ask. <laughs> uh, I think that what I've I've I'm slowly learning to do is to say no, um, which is something everyone is learning growing up, I think. So say no and yeah, try to recognize when you're offering something that you might not even 
cherish yourself when you're doing stuff that just because you think it's expected of you but mm. you know you can also just give it up you can also like for example with football when it was sort of it was way too much maybe maybe I should have said to myself okay I'm gonna stop trying for the first team I'm gonna just do the second team and just be happy with that I could have done that and I would mo probably be less stressed out and have more energy for everything I was doing and so I definitely feel that this year now that I've started to I've stopped my I don't work in Slales anymore which is a huge <laughs> huge relief in <laughs> actually um so and now I'm learning so much more every football practice and I'm just much more comfortable with with being in uncomfortable situations and that's when you that's when you learn stuff I would mm. say so in in something in many ways I you know I was actually just ruining it for myself by doing so many things you think that you know just because you're some place just because I'm at work I'm doing work but that's not necessarily the case if you're just distracted all the time mm. so yeah I'm sorry I don't have any life hacks <laughs> <laughs> for you but that's all uh, episode was one <laughs> I will gather some and then give them to you as a list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Any, any last words, Emma? <laughs> <laughs> last words? No, I don't think Just I have. Just in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't think I have anything more to say. Um, well, thank you very much for, for joining us today. It was definitely a pleasure to... Yeah, talking to it's very uh, very fun thing yeah. thank you thank you this was some of the start of the second season let us know if you liked it and if you have someone you would like to hear on the show remember you can always get in touch with us and we will be glad that you have them behind the mics Meanwhile, before the next episode comes out next week, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram where we're going to publish some other details. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.